Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. All right, hallelujah. Are you glad you're here? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for what you are doing, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together to receive from you at this time. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Guide, O Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad you came to church? Tonight, I'm going to be sharing about prayer. Amen. Prayer. All right. Now, 1 Timothy chapter 2. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks should be made for all men. Amen. And for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. All right? For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ. Amen. Now turn with me to Ephesians chapter number 6, and we're going to read verse 18. It says, Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto. Amen. With all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. And finally, turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 28. And then we're going to read a scripture right there. And we'll be done with scripture reading for tonight. Amen. Wow. Are you excited that you're about to read something from Ezekiel? Ezekiel chapter 28 and verse 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Thou sealest up the sum of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, 
every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have said thee so. Thou was on the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. And it goes on and on and describes the devil. All right? But I want you to notice two scriptures there. Verse 12 says, Take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say to him, Thus says the Lord. And verse 13 says, Thou hast been in Eden. Okay? And verse 14 says, Thou art the anointed cherub. Amen. Okay. Now, this, this, this powerful little scripture in First Timothy um, chapter 2, if you, if you care to look at it again, it says that we should pray with all kinds of prayers. Amen. And intercessions, giving of thanks to be made for all men, but for kings. So today, I'm talking about praying for kings. Praying for kings. Amen. Now, kings are the people who are in charge of countries. All right? And then also praying for those who are in authority. Okay? There are people who are in charge of things. Amen. In your life. All right? Now, these people greatly affect us. Amen. They greatly, greatly affect us. A lot of the things that we do in our lives, you find out that are affected by what these people do. Okay? So, one of our main duties as Christians, and this is just a short Bible lesson we pray, is to pray for people who are in authority. Now, usually, when you pray for somebody, you love the person. I mean, most of us don't even pray for our pastors. When somebody says, pray for me, you know, we rarely pray for people. Is it not true? And we often pray for ourselves if we pray at all or we pray about something. Now, this scripture is, gives us a very important insight into the role of Christians in the earth. You see, the Bible says that we are the light of the world. And we are the salt of the earth as Christians. What is light? Light makes uh, a place habitable. And salt makes food acceptable. 
So our presence makes this world acceptable by God. If, if you take away the salt from your food, your rice that you have cooked, it will no more be accepted. When you put it in your mouth, oh, this rice is not nice. And there are certain countries when you go to, they don't cook with salt. In fact, a lot of places they don't cook with salt. And those who don't know how to cook also don't cook with salt. <laughs> Are you listening? Those who don't know how to cook don't have salt in their food. And I didn't say so. Jesus talked about the salt of the earth. So it's salt must be important. So those who are putting, making food without salt, you have missed a major area of importance in terms of cooking. Are you listening? Amen. Alright. So, one of the main ways by which, you see, our presence, Christian's presence in Ghana makes Ghana palatable or acceptable to God. It's the presence of Christians. Do you understand? That makes Ghana acceptable because we are the salt of the earth. Now, can a Christian be, can Christians be in the country and not make the earth acceptable to God even though we are the salt of the earth? We can. Because the Bible says, if salt has lost its saltiness, amen, if salt has lost its saltiness, what shall be done? Now, one of the main ways by which we salt the earth or make the earth acceptable to God is through our prayers for the people that are in charge of the, of the country or in your personal life, somebody who has authority over you and somebody who is your boss. So there are you see, because the devil is the ruler of this world, okay, you have, uh, what do you call it, a certain way in which the nations go. There's a trend. Now, if you remember in Ezekiel, we read, uh, I think it was verse 14, take up a lamentation. Upon the king of Tyrus. Amen. Take up a lamentation. Uh, in other words, start praying for the king of Tyrus. Okay? And say unto him. Then it goes on. Then suddenly the king who we started to take up a lamentation about becomes a spirit. Yeah. Because then he says, thou art, he was talking to the king. Then he says at the point, thou art the anointed cherub. Okay? 
That was on the holy mountain of God. Obviously, the king of Tyros was not on this mountain. And thou walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Then suddenly he said, thou was in Eden. I mean, this king of Tyros, when was he in Eden? Thou has been in Eden in the garden of God. Huh? And the pipes and he's describing all sorts of things about him. So you see that he switches seamlessly from talking about the king to talking about a spirit. He just switches. And that is how it is because there are also spirits that are in charge of nations. And the spirits that are in charge of the nations are ruling and guiding the nations into destruction. If you look at many countries, you see one direction and you will see the direction that the nation is going into and is the direction of destruction. If you look closely, all nations... You see, at a point, I think it's in Isaiah, he says, you who turn the earth into a wilderness. There's a song that we sing. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. If God had the whole world in his hands, then God is doing a bad job. If God has got the whole world in his hands, then God must be doing a real bad job. <laughs> because the darkness that is covering the earth and the confusion over the whole world is amazing. Nothing is done because it is good. Do you understand? Are you listening to me? Don't be angry if I preach something that is not uh, what you think. You know? So, thou that has made the world, you see, in the Bible, the Bible speaks about Lucifer or Satan in two chapters. Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28. You can remember it because 14 times 2 is 28. So it's Isaiah and Ezekiel. Okay? So it's 14 and 28. So anytime you want to read about Satan or the devil, you just remember these two chapters. So it's either 14 or 28. Okay? So in 14, he says, Thou hast made the world after wilderness and destroyed the cities and hast not opened the house of his prisoners. I tell you, this is the devil working. Now, when you look at nations, you can see where the nation is going. No matter what they have. If you take, let's start from America. No matter what they have, you can see the decline in the nation. And you can see as it is going. I sent a missionary to... uh, 
America. I mean, he, he, he said to me that it is safer to walk in Collegono in the middle of the night than to walk in Detroit during the day. Yeah. In fact, once I called him and he said that the next house, there were police cars and others there and ambulance because somebody has been killed in the house and they were carrying out the person who has been killed in pieces. They have, the person who killed has cut the person into pieces. So they were taken in pieces. Next, the next house. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't know the kind of destruction that is generally the decay. And then even just think about the atomic bombs that they've made more and more. And North Korea just announced that they've successfully completed their nuclear test. Yeah. Are you listening? Amen. Is everything okay? So, I mean, where is it all headed? Iran is also doing it. And Israel is also doing it. And everybody's doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. If you come to the African nations, if you, if you look at Nigeria, I think the CIA has predicted that it will divide into three by 2015 or so. They have given a date. They are expecting that it will divide into three countries. One time I sat by a, a white man who was going by. He told me, I've lived in Nigeria for 20-something years. He said, oh, as for dividing, it will divide. But when? It is about when it will be divided. And you look at the nations. If you live in Africa, you see how, how wealthy we are. We are very rich. We are very rich. We have everything. But it looks like there is a mysterious hand that is guiding. It's almost like the nation is suffering from spiritual diabetes. Do you know what is diabetes? Diabetes, you see, when you eat, your food is converted gradually into sugar and some other things. When it is, in, that is inside the intestines. Do you get it? And from the intestines, it goes into the blood. Are you with me? Because when you put food in your stomach, where, where in your mouth, where does it go? Huh? Is it in your blood? No. So when you chew it, it becomes like a paste. When it gets into your stomach, it makes it like washing. It becomes like juice. Then when it goes down, it, it is now absorbed. It goes inside, out of there. Yeah. It continues straight. Straight down like this. 
and it goes into the blood. Plenty. So if you eat a lot of fufu, cassava, rice, all they are turned into bread, sugar, hey, and it will enter your blood. Then when it is in your blood, it will be swimming in your blood, going around through, through all your brains, everywhere where you need the sugar. But when you have diabetes, something is missing so that when it is in the blood, the sugar is now in the blood. It cannot, when it reaches your brain, it cannot go out of the blood again. Into the cells. So it will be, so your body has a lot of sugar. As you are walking, you are full of sugar. You are full of sugar. But it is in your blood. And it has to go from the blood into the actual meat. The meat needs the blood. Do you understand what I mean by the meat? The actual meat. So it cannot go there because what you need to pull it in, insulin and so on, is not working well. Something is not working well. Do you see? So you can be there and you will not have sugar. Where you need it. Meanwhile, you have a lot of sugar in your blood. So much so that when you wee wee, ants will, ants will be, all the ants in the house, they will leave the kitchen and come to the toilet. All the ants in the house, they, 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 when they hear that you have diabetes, they will all come to wherever you have been wee weeing to wait. As soon as you wee wee, they will say, hey, bonanza. They will come to the wee wee. It is sweet like something. Because from the blood, it comes out in the, in the urine. So it's full of sugar. The ants will be licking. <laughs> sweet sugar. Meanwhile, you are dying of no sugar. So that's why diabetes is called starvation in the midst of plenty. Africa. Starvation in the midst of plenty. Are you with me? How many understand diabetes? It's a medical lecture. So Africa is like diabetes. We have a lot. We are richer than Germany and Holland and all those countries. I just came from South Africa. When I was coming, I saw the supporters from Ghana. We have taken over 1,500 subhuman beings to South Africa to go and give with hotels and everything. We, we have taken you and I. Can you imagine how much it costs? And they have chartered planes. One plane, when you charter, is about $1 million. And they have taken the guy. Plenty Ghanaians. They have gone to watch soccer and come. Meanwhile, there is no water. There's no, no school, no light, no this, 
diabetes in the midst in starvation in the midst of plenty. Africa, we are rich. So I'm explaining something that there seems to be another invisible party apart from the physical parties we are seeing. <laughs> it's not on the ballot box. He is he, not voted for. He's not voted for. He's not democratic. He's always there. If you vote for these people, he will still be there. He's just watching. So, whether you or you, you come. I'm also here. I am the prince of Accra. And I say that there shall be no water here. What I'm trying to explain is that when you go to a place, you see the state of the place and you realize that there must be either a good ruler or a bad ruler. And I'm saying that whether it is Ghana or wherever, the whole world, America, Russia, ah, even Stalin, when he came to Russia, converted the country from a nation of farmers into an industrial nation with nuclear weapons. It was at the cost of killing millions and millions and millions and millions of Russians. Stabbing them and murdering them. He was a, Hitler was a junior compared to Stalin. I tell you. So brothers and sisters, because of that, God has put us here. To be the salt of the earth. To make this dirty, filthy world acceptable to God. Amen. And our duty, and the way, the way we can, the way we can affect this nation and any nation is 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. Let's all read it. For Amen. We have to pray for all of them, especially for the king. But you see, because prayer is for people that you love, when you didn't vote for somebody or you don't like somebody, you don't easily vote, pray for them. Yeah. So many Christians are not praying. But that is, that is, you see, that is, that is where you see that Christians can be political, but not too political. Because if your politics takes you away from Christian principles, then that politics is not necessary. Can I have an amen? Yeah. 
if the politics takes you away from obeying the word of God, then if being NDC or NPP, if you are so NDC or so NPP that you are so NPP that you cannot pray for the president. Do you understand? And you are a, a born again Christian. Then your Christianity has been affected too much by your belief in NPP. It's too much. Do you understand? We can understand. Not every half of Ghana doesn't want NDC, and half of Ghana does not want NPP either. It's half half. Almost a really democrat. That's what shows how democratic Ghana is. We are very democratic because the election result is around 50%. If the result was 60, 70, immediately you know that there is nothing like democracy. But real democracy is just half of the people plus a few which will swing this year. Next time it will swing here. Next time it will swing. Always it will be like in a really democratic country where there is no much rigging it will be 50% here with a small here and small there. Are you with me? Yeah. So it means that half of the time you may not have your party in power. But you shouldn't be so NDC that if there is an NPP president, you can't pray again. then your Christian life has been affected by your politics and it's too much. Because the best thing we can do for the nation is praying for the people that are in authority. Amen. Are you listening to me? So I want to encourage everybody To do what the Bible says. And let us pray for whoever is in authority over our lives. So in our churches, all churches, every Sunday, we must pray for the president of the country where you are. If you are in Madagascar, you must pray for the president. You see, the church... It's like, the, it's like the army. I once visited a soldier in Burma camp and I asked him, if there is a coup, what will you do? And he explained to me, he said, if there is a coup, I will try and hide and see what is happening. Once I hear the clear sound that Sergeant So-So and So or Corporal Whatever is the one who is now in charge. He has been able to overthrow everything and is now in charge. Then I will support him. I mean, we are, we are instructed as soldiers to support and fight for the government of the day that is in power. So they are supposed to switch. If, that is how come... Fried Lieutenant Rollins could do a coup d'etat and overthrow do you understand? Overthrow first of all a fellow soldier who was a general he was the flight lieutenant 
And a flight lieutenant is a captain, I believe, in the army. In the, in the Air Force, it's flight lieutenant. I think they start from flying officer, which is like, like a lieutenant. Then you go to captain, which is the flight lieutenant. So he, he, he was lower. Because from captain, you go to major before you go to colonel, lieutenant colonel, before you go to colonel, before you go to brigadier, and before you go to general, before you go to field marshal. So when you come as the flight lieutenant and you just say, hey, one, two, chobwe, chobwe, hey, examiner, 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 hey. then everybody says that, okay, now it's the flight lieutenant who is in charge. Everybody is supposed, the army, they are supposed to now defend the flight lieutenant who is now the head of state by, and including the generals. They are all supposed to submit to him. That's how it is. The government of the day. So the church is similar in the sense that we are to pray for whoever is the government of the day. So as we are here in Ghana, according to the constitution, the electoral commission has announced to us that President Mahama has won the election. So he is to be sworn in and he has been sworn in. He's our president. Whether you are an NDC supporter or not. If you are a Christian, you are a Christian before you are an NDC or NPP. Then, amen. Then, they, we are to pray for, we are supposed to pray for them. If somebody has been appointed as uh, whatever, you have to pray for him, pray for them. Oil minister, roads minister, minister of water, Minister of sewage, minister of every aspect. Eh? <laughs> Beautification, minister of. If I was the president, I would have 500 ministers. Yeah. I would increase the minister to 500 of, of almost 1,000 ministers. Yeah. And I would break the ministry down Ministry of Traffic Jams. You see, you are laughing. Oh. That's why I don't give my ideas. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Minister of Traffic Jam. That is his only work. Where there is traffic jam. And his only work for four years is to make sure that that traffic jam should go away from that place. If you have to widen the road or do this or do that, is your work for the four years that you are here remove all this traffic jam from this city minister of water in Accra that's all, not water in sewage or Ghana water, come water, no just Accra let water run in Teshi Nungwa, Adenta Ashongman Nubotiano Sakaman Weja Odoko, uh, Spintex Road, uh, uh, East Legon, Bawe. Yeah. That's all. That is your job. For four years, we shall see. After four years, whether you are a good minister. Yeah. I will have more. I, I, I will not tell you my manifesto, but otherwise, you, you use it to. I'll never have to minister of roads and highway. No, 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 no. Minister of dusty road in Accra. Just dusty roads in only Accra. Yeah. 
just sandy road of Accra. And I'll take you to the barrier from Sakaman that way, where there is flooding, whatever. All through Accra. Spinter, when you are flying and you land, when you look down, you see that there's no road in Accra. Yeah. I was a minister of road and highways. I was a minister of dusty, sandy road of Accra. Up to barrier to barrier. Barrier to barrier. Yeah, solve it. I'll have 500 of them. Minister of boats on the Volta Lake. Yeah. Put us boats. We are going to swim from Akoso boat to Bwipe. Yeah. yeah. Make the boats come. Because one boat, one I can show you where you can get them to buy. You can put your car on. People can be going up and down. When we went to Donkokrom, at a point we were almost trapped there because all the, all the boats were spoiled. You'll be in the ship, it will get spot. You see that the man is doing something. Goguru, go, 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 you are on the lift. Hey! <laughs> are you listening? Anyway, back to what I was saying. I'm saying that I don't know how we got into all these manifesto issues. Anybody who comes. Pray for them. Especially when it is not your party, if the word of God must control you. When the word of God controls you, you can pray for them. But when you are now being controlled by your tribe, because now God is becoming more tribalistic. Oh! You will see that you have the ability to pray for them. Say, Lord, I pray for them. I pray. But you see, usually you pray for somebody you love. So those whose party they didn't win, you will really struggle to obey this scripture. But it's very important for us to pray. So I want us, all churches, all lighthouse churches, every Sunday, pray for president, pray for the ministers. If you are in another region, Pray for your regional minister. Pray for your MPs. And then also pray for your boss in your workplace. You know, people who are in authority, demons are speaking to them all the time. So we need to pray for them. That's why I say at the time, you see, sometimes when somebody is speaking, it's not even him who is speaking. But a spirit. You see, let me show you. When a pastor is speaking, sometimes it's not him who is speaking, but a spirit. Because Jesus said, in that day, you don't have to know what to say. But in that day, I will give it to you. For it is not you that speaketh, but my spirit that is speaking. So sometimes, it's not the person who is now, the person is no more speaking. But the spirit, my spirit is now speaking. That's what the Lord said. So sometimes when you see a person speak, it's not the one speaking. But the spirit is speaking. Yeah. When Hitler was giving speech, sometimes you see that an evil spirit is speaking. It's actually using the man's voice. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen What God is telling us Is that we need to really pray And especially As a church This is the reason why we are here And I will say that 
Archbishop Duncan Williams, who has always championed, let's pray for the nation, pray for whatever. Some people think that he's just, he's just talking too much. But perhaps he's the most important pastor because he always makes us pray for Ghana and pray for the, the leaders. And whichever leader it is, whichever it is, we have to pray for them. And I'll tell you that there is not much difference between NPP and NDC if they were to come into power. That there are some differences. But the differences in terms of the output, do you understand? As we've been in Ghana for so many years, there's not much difference in what happens. It's not like these are angels or these are devils. Do you understand? It's not like that. It, they are similar. And the outcome is similar. So we should pray, whoever is there. Now, God has promised a blessing for us when we pray for those who are in authority. And it says that what? That we may lead a quiet life. How many want to live a quiet life? Yes. These are the four promises. Quiet life. Amen. When there is a coup, it's not quiet. Amen. If there's a coup, it's not quiet. Isn't it true? Yeah. If you are being harassed, it's not quiet. We should be able to live quietly and peacefully. The next one is peaceful. You see, if you have a minister... Like I said, if I was the president, I would have 500 ministries. One would be Ministry of Armed Robbers. Dealing with armed robbers only. Yeah. But you see, if you, if you have a ministry for armed robbers, then somebody's mind would be on an innocent Ghanaians who are being murdered and harassed, robbed, and raped. At a level that has never been seen in Ghana before. People can enter hotels and go from room to room in hotel in Dansoman. Armed robbers from room to room, room to room. Holding, closing the whole street and robbing house to house. In Ghana. I tell you. But you see. You can go to the police and they will say we don't have any transport. Or they will say, write your statement. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people don't even bother to go. If you are going to waste your time, write your They will never find a person. So many things. So what I'm saying is that through the grace of God, God brings, if God speaks to them, not demons, but God will speak to them through uh, the power of our prayers. You see that they will be coming up with good ideas. Fresh ideas. Because they need ideas. And those ideas will help. Ultimately, they will help us. Yeah. You see, in Singapore, the president who was the Lee Kuan Yew for many years, he led, uh, what do you call it? Singapore. And when you write bad things about him, they don't, they don't allow it in the newspapers. He banned all foreign newspapers with bad stories about him or about the government of the president. He said, no, 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 no. We cannot do that. You are stirring up 
bad ideas and bad things about the, the government. And he said, if you have any ideas, anything that you want to do, form a party and stand for election, next elections. But don't be saying things. <laughs> and let them vote for you. Yeah. And later on, they were challenging and saying that is it, he's not democratic. He said that the people of Singapore prefer prosperity to your so-called democracy. Yeah. Because it's one of the richest nations in the whole world. So, brothers and sisters, if you have a certain kind of person as your leader, and you cannot, you cannot do anything in Singapore. He brought new laws. You see, the Chinese, some of them are very dirty. Some of them are very dirty. But Singapore is chi- Chinese people. They are all Chinese people. So you, you cannot do say, I, When I was in Singapore, they were telling me, you know, at first you go there, people use the toilet, just like how we do it in Ghana. When you go to a toilet, a Ghanaian toilet, public toilet, school toilet, I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's very terrible. No water, no this. They have punishment for everything. If you go to the toilet and you don't flush it, there is a punishment. Lashes. I mean, public, they lash citizens. If you drop, what do you call it? Litter. You litter. You put a, a whatever. No, no, it says it's not democratic. It doesn't matter. He doesn't mind. Last minister of punishment. Minister of lashes. Yeah. Toilet flash. Any toilet. So once I, w- I went somewhere to a, a, a place in the town and I went to the public. I was really afraid as I went to the toilet. I was looking behind to see if somebody's following. Yeah. If you like drop something, so they've arrested you. Yeah. He said they used to be very dirty. Like they'll be in their flat high up. Somebody has a television that is poor. He doesn't like you. Open the window and throw it out. <laughs> Throw all the things he doesn't like, you throw it out. That's why they brought all those laws. If you throw something, we will beat you. If this, they will lash you. All those things came. That's how they came. When you go there, the place is like Switzerland. Clean! I stayed there in the tallest hotel in Southeast Asia. You look over, they have built a hotel that is like a ship. High in the sky, and they put a ship at the top. And you cannot believe the place. Rich, a, a, a church like this, I have to take an offering. I will get more than twenty to thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars just from the people here. If I take an offering, Singapore, this crowd here, just normal, just a few people. Yeah. So you see, if God can give your leader, and He said that the bis- the head of the government is the largest business, which is in Ghana, is the same. The li- all business goes through government. That's why people fight so much for the election. Go, every business is through government. Every contract is through government. So he said that the, then he's the government people, he needs the best. So to be in the government, they are paid like billionaires. So godliness and peace. Peace and quiet, at least. Amen. And honesty. Honesty. Many Ghanaians are not honest anymore. And you know why? Because people are, people are, we are not honest. 
Yeah, everybody is tricking, lying, cheating, something. Hey! Kenyans are becoming dribblers. You go to some embassies, they have written scriptures about telling lies on the, on the front, in the Ghana, in the embassy in Ghana. Warning Ghanaians to tell the truth. We are telling lies about everything. Elections. Look at the court case they are doing. Because they are claiming that people who were not there, they've registered 291 people and then 350 people have voted. Where are they from? <laughs> Where are they from? How did they come there? Where did they come from? From here, 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 all over. So it means that the polling agents are not honest. If it is true, we are all waiting to see whether it's true or not. We don't know whether it is true. Do you know whether it is true? Nobody knows. So the judges, the judges should be honest. Yeah. If it is true, at least people, there were only 290, 350 voted. How can it be? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Let, let me do the calculation for you. If 290 people have registered, okay, then NDC has, let's say, 100 votes or 150. And then NPP has 100 and... No, no. I say 290. So let's say NDC has 150 and then NPP has 250. How much is that? 400. And then the spot ballots were 50. How much is that? 450. Meanwhile, there are only with pictures and real people 290. But 450 people have actually voted. And you counted 400, including the spot and everybody. Where are the extra people from? Spirits. They are spirits. Spirits have voted. Hey! That was in Eden. Spirits came to vote. So what it means is that what it means is that when the votes were counted and you realize this one got this, then somebody would change a number, okay, that if you voted 90, just put one on the side. So it becomes 190. Uh-huh. And if you voted 22, just add 0, 220. It becomes 220. So they change, 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 change the figures. And nobody is honest. So in the end, you look at an election result, you don't know who really won the election, if it is true. We don't know who really is popular in the country, if it is true. You go to the banks. They have now fraud offices. We have elections. People are writing that I have said something about SHS and GSS. Hey! Rejointers, letters to me. Said, me? What have I said? All that I'm saying, all that I'm not a, I'm not a politician. All that I'm saying is that when I do a poll in my church and I ask them, how many of you, university students, saw the questions before you did the exam 
SHS and JSS. How many? All 100%. All 100%. Several polls I have done. All of them saw the question. And somebody said, oh, we have the answers. We, we, we worked out the answers through step by step before we go in fully. The whole class. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that there's no honesty. I, mean, I didn't say that somebody has paid somebody. I don't know anything about it. All I'm saying is I know that there's a lot of appalling in the system. In my time when I was in secondary school, there was nothing like that. You never see. I did A-level. I did, well, I've never been to school outside Ghana even for one week. All my school, I went to Ghana. I've never been abroad. I've not done masters. I've never been to University of Edinburgh, University of anywhere. Only Ghana schools. Only Ghana schools. I'm totally Ghanaian trained. Yeah. Only Ghana schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boarding school. Just like everybody else. Seven years. Yeah. With everything. And I'm saying that when I did O-level, we didn't see. I did physics, chemistry, biology. O-level, I did geography, history. I didn't do history. Uh, pure maths, uh, ad maths, uh, general maths, English, English literature, and so on. Whenever you, so when you go, you just, you learn with your might and strength. When you get six ones at O level, that's a small thing. Real six ones. Yeah. So, but you see, we don't like honesty. You uh, need honesty. So now somebody comes and says, he's, he's, he's a graduate. He's a graduate. Even the university, they are here, they are also half a border. More. Ah, look. So, honesty is gone. Yeah. Huh? I'm talking about prayers for the nation. And then godliness. We can have godliness. These are the four blessings. If you pray for the president, you pray for the people, we will be able to pray. Yeah. The charismatic church flourished greatly, greatly during the era of President Rawlings. You may not know. He also tried to register us, but we flourished. Yeah. And lots of prayers were done in the country in those days. Lots of prayers when the gardens praying. Yeah, for the nation, praying for the presidents, praying for them. So we have to pray for them. When we pray for them, they will allow us to have honor. But you see that some people will say that churches are making noise. But they will never say that mosques are at five o'clock. Somebody's house next to it, mosque is shouting, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, at 5 a.m. They will not say that, but they say churches. Uh-huh. So we should just pray for them. For you realize they will, they will come and somebody will come and say that a man should marry a man. Yeah. How do you think these ideas come? Slowly, 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 slowly. Before I realize, gradually, the spirits are, are, are trying to bring these things. And that's why our duty is to pray. Let's just pray for them. Don't pray for your friend. Pray for the person who is there. That's all. Just pray for him. And we are going to do that as a church. Everybody. And if a new person comes, if a new person comes, we will pray for that person too. Anybody who comes, we will pray for the person. 
Not whether it doesn't even have to be a Christian. It doesn't have to be a Christian. We don't, we don't, it doesn't have to be a Christian. It can be any religion. Once he's our leader, he's the person we are going to pray for. How many are going to pray for these people? It's a very important. That is our so when we don't pray, we are useless. We are useless. There's no use of us. There's no use of us. We have lost the salt. The reason why we are there is lost. That's why I believe that Bishop Duncan Williams' role in leading us to pray. When, I, when the Lord convicted me about this scripture, I realized that Bishop Duncan Williams has been doing the most important and spiritual. Do you know the number of all night he has organized at the stadium and his church to pray for Ghana and pray for the nation? Not to pray for his church or for his church to grow. You would have thought that the first thing would have been to pray for sinners or to pray for sinners to be saved or for the church to grow. But he said that first First of all, first of all, for kings. Hmm? Yeah. Pray for them. And God will suddenly speak to them. And you see that you no longer, if you stay at Bawe, you will no longer, during the rainy season, you park your car and swim to your house. (laughs) 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 You are laughing. These things you see, are you, you are not Ghanaians? Eh? Where, where, where are you people from? It seems you are Americans. I don't I don't see Ghanaians here. Awoshi. God is going to do it. And He's going to bless us as we pray. We can be honest. Can we be honest? We don't have to be thieves, petty thieves, stealing, lying about everything, dishonest. So that God, the pay is not enough. So you have to steal the cotton wool from the world. You have to take some money. You have to steal something. A, a certain man came to do business in Ghana. He said that when he was coming, he didn't know one thing. I said, what thing? He said that. That business in Ghana, a major part of business in Ghana is fighting stealing. This is one of the main areas of doing business. How to fight stealing. <laughs> he didn't know that. So he lost all his money. <laughs> he thought that you do this, when you do this, and you sell this, you make the profit. And not, oh, no, 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 no. It's not like that. Nothing that you see straight is going straight. If you try and do business, you see. You go and import something. As a newcomer. When you are selling yours, you see somebody selling the same thing. (laughs) See that the price is lower. You say, how can it be? It's the lowest price. I imported it through Tema. It came. I cleared it, paid customs, everything. Somebody is selling the same thing. Hey, it's cheaper. You don't know. You are new. You are new here. <laughs> ah. Somebody is selling. Electrical cables, 2.5 mm, 1.5 mm, 100 feet, 100 feet. They've written on it 
100 feet. And you see that yours is more expensive. Nobody is buying yours. Nobody is buying yours. Oh. Not knowing. The man who is selling his own 100 feet, where he bought it from, he bought the reel and the cables separate. Then he bought the paper (laughs) that you paste on it separate. When he made the reel, he asked them to make it 90 feet. And when he made the label, he asked them to make a label of 100 feet. So he has put his 100 feet on the 90 feet. So his is actually 90. So he put only 90. Each one is 90 feet, 90 feet, 90 feet. He's selling. That's why when you go and you ask them, they ask you to buy, you ask them, can you cut some for me? They'll say, we don't cut. <laughs> because if you cut, do you understand? You will never get 100. <laughs> You never get hundred. Not in Ghana. One day, a certain man was doing a restaurant, and he told me, he "said the, the main thing we are fighting is stealing." I said, "Why?" He said, "We give all the workers food. We give them. Food. We give their food." I said, "What again do they want?" He said, "Oh." In the evening, when they are going, you see them walking slowly like this. <laughs> they are walking slowly like this. <laughs> I said, like this. They walk like this. I said, what is that? He said, they have put eggs inside their pants. So they are walking with it like that. They are taking it home. One day I met a certain man. He had a restaurant. He said one day he decided to go outside the restaurant to look at something. When he went there, hey, outside, outside over the wall, they have chicken. That is frozen chicken. That outside there, outside. Don't know that the workers have thrown it over, over, over. So after closing, then they pick it and then they go. Hey. For the children. (laughs) So brothers and sisters, you see, in England, a chef or a cook or a restaurant, he will not put eggs inside the pants. You have to wear very big bowler pants to put some eggs. You'll be walking with the eggs like that. Do you think so? When we pray for our nation, a, a waiter will never do that. Or a chef will never do that. Or a policeman will not ask you and say, how far? Your boys are here. It's cold this evening. Something for Coco. Something for the weekend. They can afford something for the weekend. 
they can afford something for the weekend. He said, your boys are here. Your boys are here. Oh, Massa. It's very cold today. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, let's pray. When we pray, God will, will be so blessed that the police, you cannot, you cannot take, you take five cities to give to a policeman. He'll say, I am arresting you for attempting to bribe me. Wow. If you, today, when you give the policeman five cities, oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. He stopped the traffic for you to pass. How many want us to live in honesty and godliness? Yeah. They will not come and stop our churches, fighting churches, fighting God's servants. We can all live as Christians, and other religions can also be in Ghana. Amen. Are you going to promise him to pray? Are we going to pray? Even if you didn't vote for NDC, we are going to pray for all the ministers, minister of road, minister of government, minister of traffic jams, minister of all the ministers. Water. Amen. And God will give them ideas. You see, most of the party, they have good intentions. But when they come, other factors. So let's pray. God is going to bless. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the blessing of your word tonight. We ask you to touch our hearts. Put your hand on your heart and just promise and ask God to help you to remember to just pray. If if you're not in Ghana, another country, pray for that and then your boss, your father, those who are in authority, pray for them. Father, we commend ourselves. We, are, we are confess. We have not prayed as we ought to for those that are in authority. And we pray that now you give us the grace to always remember to pray for our leaders, to pray for our government, to pray for whether we like them or not, whether we voted for them or not. We thank you that Lord you have set them there and we are praying that you bless them you help them and give them good ideas for this nation that we live in our wonderful nation we thank you lord that you are a blessing you are blessing as we are blessing ghana and that we are we are not going to be a nation of thieves of petty thieves and of liars and swindlers and dishonest people but lord a nation of honest people a nation of blessed people a nation who don't need petty stealing to survive and to do well we thank you a nation that does not need t-shirts lord to 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 be given to them to vote for anything a nation that does not need to receive 10 cities or 20 cities in order to vote for somebody we thank you for your blessing and your great help that you have given to us at this time in jesus mighty mighty name forgive us for all the times we haven't done well in prayer and that where we have lost our usefulness and our saltiness in this nation. We thank you for your mercy, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, Pastor, pray with me, please. Somebody invited me to church, but 
deep down I don't know Jesus as my savior if you are here like that just raise up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you pastor I want to give my life to, to God to Jesus Christ today if you are here like that lift your right hand up high just your right hand and I'm going to pray with you God bless you God bless you thank you Lord for the salvation of souls tonight thank you lift it up high so I can see if you've lifted your hand I want you to come to the front come come to the front come from where you are standing pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus come 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 all the way to the front I want to pray for you right here pastor I want to give my life to God I want to give my life to Jesus Let's all sing this song. Say this prayer with me and everyone join in. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Tonight, I confess. I confess my sins. Oh God, forgive me. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me from all my sins. Through the blood of Jesus, I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord from tonight. Oh God, please write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of life. I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.